Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Beatboxing up in this biz. <laughs> yeah, um, that's actually one of my various side hustles. <laughs> now tell me everything. <laughs> How has this never come up in two years? Baby I feel driver like, over here. Like, I feel like now was the perfect time <laughs> to just let you know, let everyone know um, that I've been a renowned beatboxer for my entire life. Is this your long con to get us to check out your SoundCloud, Cody? Absolutely. <laughs> I hate this podcast. This is all of my regrets. <laughs> this is it. Hi, welcome. welcome to Into the Twilight, where apparently I'm the one that's having regrets now. <laughs> I yeah. love this how, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, it's been a minute since I've thought about that. Oh, oh my god! I think about it multiple times a week. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Just How not even. Sometimes I disassociate. No, sorry, I want to go into this tangent for a little bit longer. <laughs> no, please. I actually like fuck everything that we want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> parkour and Michael Scott and paper for always. Hey, let's Wait. change our podcast. So I think we're talking about different things now. <laughs> I was talking about, like, yours made me think about the Office reference. No, wow, we are t- totally thinking about different things. Okay, I was thinking about the, the, the infamous Jonas Brothers vine. <laughs> oh my god, that's such Where a deep cut, they, Cody it's re- Jesus. It is really not a deep cut. It was very integral to the internet for a very long time, how dare you. But Oh my god. And and just they go, oh how the tables have turned and just I've disassociated so much from the video now that I just like keep making weird versions of that <laughs> in my head and think it's funny. Like I always like to say, Oh how the turns of tablade and it just it doesn't <laughs> none of that is funny, but my brain that's is so like that funny. is what are you com- talking about? That Stop. is the greatest thing that's ever been said. It's just it's just nonsense. Like none of it is comedy, but it is ridiculous it's definitely a genre of something you know what i mean it's you know aren't we all (laughs) isn't everything aren't we all just a table wanting to be turned you know what i mean (sighs) you know are we human or are we genre you know what i mean oh my gosh hi (laughs) welcome to into the twilight nights apparently (laughs) (laughs) things are about to get weird (laughs) we are so hydrated just with water. That's true. Yet, we are both slamming down water right now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but like we literally just finished watching Breaking Down Part Two. Um, I cried like mere out seconds ago. <laughs> li- like literally, like hot off the presses. I cried out all my tears, um, <laughs> and I'm also a very thirsty from them cuties. So it's oh, I'm hey. I need a lot to get through this hour with you. In general, but also today. <laughs> sure, yeah. No, I get it. Anyway, Cody, how are you doing? I am wonderful. I feel like I took up a lot of this this, this front bit with, with my Jonas Brothers conspiracies. How are you doing? 
No, I think it's a good twist on an old classic because I feel like I always bring something fucking weird to the table just, you know, in case we need something. (laughs) To balance things out, for sure. And I feel like people are so used to hearing my voice in general, Um, (laughs) but especially at the beginning of this. So I think it'll be a nice refresher for folks, like a nice palate cleanser to the, like, be like, oh yeah, there's Cody. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm on this podcast, believe it or not. There's that cryptid. Yeah. I am great. It was a really long week, but I have a few concerns to bring to the table (laughs) about life in general. Sure. But specifically, what are your feelings on transition lenses? (laughs) Oh, boy. I think they're really funny. Okay, well, yes. Like, I love Um, it when a motherfucker comes inside. (laughs) They're just wearing (laughs) full-on sunglasses. (laughs) Because it's come to my attention very recently <laughs> that people not only wear these still mm-hmm. um but buy them not not just for an, like an accessibility reason but like for a fashion right yeah reason. it's literally like oh i also want to be able to wear these as cool sunglasses because i already like yeah. these frames anyway they'll just look cool tinted darker because i'm a I'm cool a- dude <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love hi, my, my name, shades. My name is Roger. I wear the same tube socks for the past 20 years, and I have transition lenses. Also, me and my wife haven't slept in the same bed since we had a kid because I snore really loud. <laughs> Welcome to my vlog. <laughs> Uh, hey, my name's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, no, please, no. Go. I need it. I need it, Cody's. No. I don't know why I'm screaming when I want you so to, to like to talk. So go, please. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Dan. <laughs> I got a kid. And she's a beautiful cocker spaniel. <laughs> And she loves my transition shape. <laughs> I got her a little pair myself. <laughs> there was a reason I didn't like improv when I did see <laughs> Hi, my name's Brian. Uh, <laughs> I like to wear my underwear multiple times. A week, just switch it inside and out. Yeah, you know, t- for the environment. <laughs> and also, I wear my transition lenses when I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, let's 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 work on this guy for a second. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Is it- because, like, if he would be fucking inside, right? Like, you really lose the point of the transition lenses. Does he, like, flash a flashlight so he gets the cool, the cool sunglasses when he fucks? I don't think you're aware of how the Pacific Northwest weather works. I guess. Um. So, okay, well, then that's my real question, then, is, like, if there's no sun ever, then what is the point of transition lenses in the first place? I mean, uh, across the board, they're really Fair. silly. It don't make yeah. a lot of sense, but especially in a region where there's not a lot of sun. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm literally, I think my tears just ran back into my water. <laughs> like, I just saw the water cycle happen in media res. <laughs> God. 
I like I'm I think I'm God. Like I think I just made this. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, um I just I have a lot of feelings about it because I overheard a conversation between some of the high schoolers like in the hallway talking about transition lenses and it just transported me so just thought I would bring that to the table you know just think about it for a second (laughs) write in your journal (laughs) let me know um speaking of funny shit with dude names um (laughs) would you like to talk about current events with me oh boy would I love to (sighs) oh my god okay so folks (laughs) our friend our love our patron saint of this podcast, yes, the the Brock Press is back, <laughs> folks. You thought you were done? We thought you, you thought, thought we were done? Absolutely not. You thought the Brock wrong. keeps giving us that good, good content, that good, relatable content. Thank you, Brock. Thank you, Brock. So the important thing is that Brock, aka Cameron Tyson, w- yes. wrote this really important piece. Um, titled, I love romance and hate Fifty Shades. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I wrote this article. <laughs> so it's a film review, obviously, a Fifty Shades read. And it's good. It's interesting. There's a lot of references, obviously, to Edward and Bella, of course. Yeah, so I just thought that it was super important, especially because we're about to get there. <laughs> uh, and so it's just a nice discussion of seeing the word christian and fetish like bumping up next to each other but not discussing christian fetishes right um which hi welcome to our podcast in about <laughs> like uh. a month okay so this next thing is Ooh. about jayla <laughs> yeah never you know. thought we'd talk about her but you know this photo that they have of jennifer lawrence by the way she's never looked like less happy <laughs> oh yeah she looks very much in pain yeah but she's got a it, nice I, set of beach weights going on i know she looks gorgeous um <clears throat> but i think that this is definitely from that this photo is from the press junket that everyone was talking about like her wearing fancy dresses but being out in the cold oh right sure um because she's promoting that new movie or whatever Anyway, so in all these press junkets, you know, people ask all these fucked up questions. And so one of the things that came up is the fact that she opened up about the fact that she auditioned for Twilight. And so one of the things, one of the quotes came out um, with Jayla saying, quote, I didn't really know what it was. You just get like five pages when she's at an audition. And they're like, mm-hmm. act monkey. And when it came out, I was like, hot damn, whoa. <laughs> Which is the worst pulled quote I've ever read in my whole Absolutely. life. Absolutely. That just, like, none of this is, makes any what sense. What does that it tell me? You, this gives me nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, can you imagine if we'd have had gone two years God. talking only about Jennifer wow. Lawrence instead of Case 2? Jesus. My whole life would be different, if I'm being <laughs> honest. That's, yeah, Absolutely. So anyway, just, you know, think about that also. Write about yeah. that in your journal and then just, like... Let me know. <laughs> Come back next week with some thoughts. You know, tweet us. Yes. Tell us what's up. Could you do me the honor of sharing the listener question that we have for this week? Hell yeah. Thank you. What character were you most like in high school? And what character do you most identify with now? So I'm assuming this person was referring just to Twilight characters. Yeah. What What could you possibly have assumed otherwise? That's kind of our niche here. <laughs> What if 
I just respond in Titanic characters? Oh my god. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I fucking guess, but I just feel like we're taking a departure here. <laughs> but I would love to hear your responses. Tell me everything, please go. Uh, Who were you most like in high school? I don't know, because I like didn't really... Like, I did theater, and like, but like, I was also very introverted and very shy and very scared of everyone. So, like, it was a bad bad combination. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it wasn't like I was super, like, extroverted and like typical theater kid, but I was also very just, like, scared and didn't talk to anyone. Very great. Literally, me, like, all my freshmen. um, (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, I do all of this, like, theater and speech and debate and stuff, but also I don't talk. It's like, yeah, but as we talk to another single human person, absolutely not. On a stage in front of hundreds, yes, will do. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. On the drop of a pin. But another human being in front of me? Nah. I'm okay. That sounds like jazz to me. Yeah. I got fucks with that. If I'm being honest. Now, high school me (laughs) would say Bella, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Me now would say Jessica Stanley. (laughs) Of course. Obviously. (laughs) Duh. Because... Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. So, hi. Um, Okay. Oh, and me now is Charlie, obviously. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even the discussion, right? No. No. (laughs) Me now. This, it's kind of like that fucking meme, right? Of like, who I envision myself as, who I really (laughs) am, like what my friends think, right? Right. Um, So, what I see myself as is... um. Like, goals would be Esme, right? But, like, let's be honest, sure. I'm Alice. Like, I just yeah. can't. Like, I'm just, it's a lot. Um, okay. And Alice is a lot. So, like, same. I get it. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's great. Okay. So, Cody. Yeah. We just finished watching Breaking Dawn Part 2, the movie. We did. Like, hot, hot off the presses. Off the presses. <laughs> um, from six years ago. Um, but here we are. We there's so much there's so much that we could <laughs> so start off content. with, but mainly I'm just curious about your initial thoughts right away. Yeah, totally. Of, so tell me everything. So, this was the most enjoyable Twilight movie viewing experience I think I've ever had. <laughs> I think I had like genuinely a good time. Like it's still not a good movie. Like even a little bit. Oh, but <laughs> did you? <laughs> Did you really think that after all of this, I would be like, you know what? The Twilight films really fucking, really fucking did that. No, I, no. <laughs> but <No>. I, <laughs> just a sad dismissive, like, <laughs> well, I was hoping. I just, this is a different director, right? They, is one for every movie? Uh-uh. Or is this the same as um, the last one? Well, so Bill Condon, they filmed Breaking Dawn, part one and part two simultaneously. So okay, Bill Condon um, directed both part one and part two. Okay, yeah. So, and even that, I feel like there's a visual difference between even both of these movies than mm-hmm. the other four, fucking whatever, whatever how many. It just, it's just, it's visually very appealing and really nice. What Absolutely. I think is really good about this movie, though, is, like, the special effects are off the fucking charts. Like, yeah. you can tell there's a lot of money in this, these particular ones. It was, and, like, it was very film noticeable in this one. With the highest budget. 
So yes. Yeah, and that's obvious. Like that's that's visually obvious. Like yes, everything looked really seamless. It wasn't like fucking Twilight and those running sequences that just oh my god, like, <laughs> really cartoonish. Even up to fucking Eclipse, like that were really bad on a um, treadmill, just, but like sped yeah, up ugh, times four. <laughs> god, it's just so bad. It was just like really seamless and stuff that I was like, oh, this is probably gonna look cheesy. Like even the running and stuff look really nice, and like a lot of the powers look fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like it was just mwah, nice, and the color palette they finally fucking nailed it. At the last, the last leg of the race, <laughs> <laughs> the, the finish line, just yeah. The the coloring in this film was yeah. aces. Yeah, I love it. So this one, I and mean, just like in part one too. So mm-hmm. they split the filming between Vancouver and Baton Rouge and Louisiana mm-hmm. because obviously, like you can get that foresty look without it be without what the fuck just <laughs> happened. <laughs> you just went to Baton Rouge, baby. <laughs> Don't say Baton Rouge three times. You might get transported. <laughs> the ghost of an alligator just comes in and oh my God. gives you an accent. No, that's like too close to a lizard. <laughs> what mm. I was trying to say before I went to Baton Rouge real quick is you can get that foresty look um, without having yeah. it be like 40 degrees and raining all the time in your films. Right. So yeah. I think that also helped their coloring because it was just naturally like greener <laughs> more what people associate with green rather than like our mossy ass green here yeah okay so like it's fine <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it's hard to believe that this film came out in november of 2012 like i feel like this just yeah. came out to me which is like i'm shook first of all <laughs> but yes so one of the things that i'm curious about your thoughts like right off the bat is the introduction to this film Mm-hmm. Because, like, it starts off right, like, exactly where part one ended, right? Right, right. And this is the first movie, one, where the opening credits are extra as fuck. Like, yeah. it's just the most. But It's also, like an episode of Scandal. It's like, oh my look at God. these, like, red fonts and, like, these, like, grayscale woods and, like, ooh, drama. Look at all these people. It's, it's just so it's a whole mess. much. Um... They just like assumed that everyone would be screaming. <laughs> so they're oh, like, yeah. it's like, we'll no one's gonna pay attention to this anyway. <laughs> so, first of all, yeah, like that's the, this is the first movie with like an, a credit scene at the beginning and the end that's extra yeah. as hell. But yeah. also, it doesn't start off with a Bella quote, mm-hmm. which is wild, right? Because we just like, we get her eyes and then it's like, oh shit, we're here. Right. And so I was curious. I don't know, like, the opening here, like, it's not, we don't get a deer right away, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. (laughs) You're not instantly transported to, like, animals, I guess. Right, yeah, it's really interesting because we've kind of established this formula, right, where it's, like, open up a movie, Belle's gonna say some fucking Shakespeare or some bullshit, and then (laughs) here we go, let's go, this is gonna be, like, fucking deer motif, and then you're gonna see her (laughs) brooding in a corner, like, we got it, We, we got it, how to make the beginning of a Twilight film. Exactly. But it was a nice departure, too, because it was just, like, really just set me back right into where we left off, kind of, and not really distorting, kind of, the flow from one movie to the next, I guess. Exactly. And it also feels, like, symbolic, too. Because yeah, this isn't, sure. like, old Bella, right? <laughs> so She's a new, refined Bella. Exactly. She doesn't need to do... Vampires just don't go off on monologues, although we find out that they very much do later. <laughs> well, and she does. Like, we Absolutely. just get her quotes, like, sprinkled, at, like, throughout right. the whole movie. They're more little, like, pockets of wisdom than they are her just going on a fucking tirade in her brain. Just little fortune cookies of her blinking a lot and just saying shit. Yeah. 
So one of the things, and I think like we'll probably be getting into like some of the book to movie differences because hi, sure. there's like one that like when you yeah, talk about kind of a um, big one. <laughs> but I was curious about you visualizing some of the stuff that we talked about, right? Because when we were mm-hmm. reading this about all the co- like the covens coming into the colon house, yeah. There's one thing to be like, oh, here's all these 17 new people that we don't know. And then Mm -hmm. seeing, especially when they they set up those establishing shots in the other countries. I was curious how you felt about, like, I don't know, seeing fucking (laughs) our babes, I guess. Yeah, well, because what was confusing and annoying about that in the book was that Stephanie would go on for pages about all of these people and would just like and has such like rich backstories about like 17 fucking vampires yeah and then it just went on and on and on it's like these are all these people and then would later just throw in all these fucking people later (laughs) but like at this point like seeing it is like ah cool here's one sentence about these guys and why they're important to us next here's another fucking group of people here's how they're important to us, or here's how they know us and how they can help us. Next, let's go. And they just keep doing that, and they also, like, see where they're from a little bit. But it's, like, cute little snippets. Yes. Who they are. Um, also, this fucking... <laughs> this fucking Garrett guy is hot as fuck. <laughs> that was so... Okay. I cannot believe nobody... I was... Nobody warned me that he was gonna be hot as fuck. <laughs> and I Listen. just feel a little let down. So we need to talk down. about... The new bays, aka the hotties, the Benjamin hotties. being played by Rami Malik. Also because, offended, nobody let me know about that beforehand. Because, hi. Hello. <laughs> Looking like a fucking snack. Like, can I For get. For two straight hours. Can I get a munch off this snack? God bless. <laughs> he's so cute. Jesus. I didn't even believe it at first because, like, he's also very young in this movie, too, because it's been a couple years. So I was also just yeah. kind of like, is that. Is that. Is that Rami Malik? And then I was. It just kept going on to this guy. I'm like, that's fucking. That's, that's fucking Rami Malik. What is he doing here? What happened? I don't. And that was very delightful, though. And he's fucking cute. Rami Malik. He's a young bae. A young bae. And he's cute as hell. Absolutely. And also, he's in a he's an actor portraying a character that actually fits. Which yeah. like, hi, yeah. thanks for doing Thank that. You so much. I love having our bar set so low that that is something that we have to yeah. congratulate. It's not like jarring that <laughs> this character matches the actor. I'm so glad that we don't have fucking another white dude playing an Egyptian character, like a vampire, you know what I mean? <sighs> okay, so here's the thing. We have to talk about Garrett because of course. I fucking the He's biggest... a fucking full course meal. He's a meal. <laughs> he's he's <sighs> a buffet. <laughs> this like, motherfucker. I have the biggest <sighs> crush on Lee Pace. God. It's a problem. And so oh for him to have the audacity to attack me and come <laughs> into my home... And my safe space is honestly the best gift he could have ever given me. It was so rude and also very delightful when you first saw him. Just, like, walking down, I was like, are you... Are Twilight's really gonna give me a gift of a man that I actually find attractive? Is this really what's happening I know! No way! And then it happened, and then I was like, what? And he was... Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Everything. Everything about this man. So cute. Especially, like, when he meets Kate and he's like... Oh, ho, ho, your power is so tough, right? Right, yeah. And then, and then he's then a, gets he, fucking shown up. <laughs> he gets shown up and then he's like, oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love this OTP now. Um, oh. 
which amazing. Everything's perfect. The fact that he's just so snooty. I wish that they, I, like, I know they didn't have time for this, but I wish they would have been able to keep some of his battle speech mm-hmm. of when he's like, I don't fucking stand for you. You're not my master, Aro. Like, right. all that shit because. Fuck out of here. Passionately pace. Please. That's all I've ever wanted. Anyways. I'm glad we kept all of his, like, quippy one-liners, though. Oh, my God. Like, I know. <laughs> the British are coming. The British. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, yeah. God. It's annoying. It's honestly disrespectful. Because <laughs> yeah. here I am being like, oh, yeah, Taylor Lautner, my bae. And I'm literally oh, not God. even looking at him anymore. Because how do you look at him if Rami Malek and Lee Pace are in the same scene together? Like, who do I stare at? <laughs> Your eyes are all pointing in different directions. Like, do I stare at my beautiful boys? Do I stare at the women? Like, where am I? Like, who do I stare at? I don't have enough eyes. Like, what the fuck? What do they want me to do? Um, Okay. So, here's the thing. There's a couple of books-to-movie differences that we should probably talk about. Yeah. When they get introduced to... Like the the cottage scene, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I'm I don't know about you, but I always think that that scene's super cute of Alice oh, being yeah. like, "Hey, fuck you!" By the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> here's your gift. I don't know. I've always felt like the way that they shot the cottage scene was mm-hmm. always like super intimate. Yeah, um, and it always felt like appropriate. Um, it was like a very again visually pleasing like sex scene or naughty scene. Like it was just like really beautiful. Like. It didn't feel, like, really cheesy or, like, like teen romance, whatever kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or, like... Yeah. It just felt not... Like, there's that fucking shot of them when there's, like, the sun coming through. Yeah. And they're, like, shirtless and they're, like, making out. Oh, that's a fucking dream. Beautiful. And it's weird to compliment Bill Condon on this, right? But, like, he right. does capture intimacy in a really interesting way. Yeah. Um, But, like, even his establishing shots of... When, so like this too, right? Where they just do those like super extreme close ups on like their eyelids and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or like when she's grabbing the sheets, like those are the things that will actually like evoke something out of an audience and not just yeah. like screaming. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, but also there's some things that like Bill does with establishing shots and like with characters that I feel like gets that intimacy across too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind is when Hulan and Nahul are walking in the snow. And they do the same thing like they did with showing Bella's dress, where they yeah. show, like, intimate details of what they're wearing mm-hmm. before they show their face. And it's like, oh, okay, like, now I care about who this person is right? before you, like, see them and stuff. I don't know. Not to compare this to a far better movie, but <laughs> in First Carol, which is directed by Todd Hayes, who's a dude, like, they're, it's really intimate scenes between two women that are also, that don't seem, like, really like, pervy or, like, for a male gaze. Um, right. It seems very, like, intimate and genuine, which is really hard probably to do um, right. from a different perspective. But it's, like, super cool to see it, you know? It's, it's always... Um, cinema. Yeah, it's valuable to see. And right. also, like, I think that having as authentic of intimacy scenes as you can get in right. entertainment, I think, is valuable mm-hmm. for audiences. Yeah, of course. Um, But I can only fucking imagine, right? So I know, like, especially in this last scene, like, the sex scene that they have in Breaking Down Part Mm 2, like, it was just, like, 
Rob and Kristen in like the essentials, right? Because yeah. like we, from what we know about them, it's not like they'd be like, "Hey, so call all the PAs. We yes. got to fake fuck. <laughs> we um, need everyone on set right the fuck now. Let's go. Every gadget, every fucking boom. Let's go. Someone calling like on a fucking radio, being like, "All right, all the PAs come here. You need to see Robert's dick sock." Like, <laughs> um, no, that would never happen. And so. But I can't imagine, I feel like it would be much easier to establish intimacy with just an actor that you know, rather than someone that, like, you're actively dating. Right. Because of the fact that there's, like, there's additional pressure of shit going on there, too. And so, I don't know. I felt like it still captured good shit, is what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say. So, the other thing that I want to talk about in the cottage was the fucking book scene. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, okay, so what what happens in the novel, right, is Bella's like, cool, cool, go ahead and drop off Renesmee at the house, Edward. I just need, like, a quick second to powder my nose. And then she runs in, grabs the book, gets the information, right, and then destroys it. Right, yeah. But in this one, Edward, like, whatever the fuck he's doing in the bathroom for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Taking a big out. old deuce. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go start the bath water and then, like, can't figure out their, like, fucking bath. I don't know. Because it takes him forever. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it's like super dramatic that Bella's just like staring into a fire. And it's like, where am I right now? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what is this? The other thing as far as like minor changes that I saw was I personally loved when we were reading and the Denali clan meets Renesme and it's mm. Carmen who has a soft spot for Renesme. I've never been a fan of the fact that Stephanie tries to, like, establish this drama between Bella and Tanya. Sure. Um, and so the fact that they, like, gave that to Tanya, I was like, stop it. Um, <laughs> but Don't do this to me. I know it's just because, like, the audience can, like, recognize her and has more of a relationship with her than they do Carmen. Sure. But also, yeah. hey. Hear me just out. think about what it. What if we didn't do that? <laughs> what if we just stuck with what the narrative is supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> there were some other cute things that I thought were very important. We get a very crucial scene between our favorite OTP of Charlie and Carlisle in this Uh, movie. uh, And, like, the dramatic glances, can we just? God. I'm just saying. Fucking Charlie Swan's performance in this whole film, while very small, very impactful, and very good. good. He's really outdone himself in this one. The whole, like, his entire uh, him just being full of Jacob's shit, but also being very scared of him turning into a big old dog. It was God, so good. Just versatility and talent, really, this man has. <laughs> oh, God. Every time that I remember that Billy Burke grew out his mustache specifically for filming this, and the God. fact that he doesn't always have that mustache... That's terrifying. I, I refuse to believe that. What does he look like? Not, not, a, not, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I refuse to know. Not him. Like, that is what Billy Burke's face is one of, like, the only faces I know that, like, fits that mustache type mm-hmm. really well. Sure. And so I feel like he would look very naked without it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he had some good fucking quips in Absolutely. this movie. And so to have a small part that had, like, when you're nailing those lines, God, that's good. Really stole the show. I feel like Emmett had some good ones oh, this time, yeah. too, which was very nice. Um, you can see him in the background sometimes just, like, 
holding on to Nikki Reed um, yeah. and just being like cute as fuck. And it's like, hey, uh. listen, that's adorable. <laughs> stop it. You stop that. <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to mention, because um, this will be a good transition, um, was <laughs> yeah, let's make it as obvious <laughs> as possible. Um, is Bella doesn't wear her necklace from Aro in the fight. And I mm-hmm. loved that part in the the book. It's like her being petty as fuck. Right. Um, but she doesn't do it. She instead What's has up, this motherfucker? gorgeous eye look. Um, <sighs> yeah, she put, like, why? <laughs> she just get this sick-ass makeup. I mean, I guess do you, but, like, also. Especially when, like, the theory is is that she, quote-unquote, slept in that tent with Renesmee <laughs> the night before. Right. And so it's like, what, you brought your fucking like palettes out there <laughs> shut up no, how do i didn't. make them believe that my makeup setting sprite is just very very potent <laughs> so two jesus christ almost three months ago mm-hmm. when i was with coffee with Rachel, um <laughs> this was the fucking look that we were talking about oh yeah gotcha the makeup look that rachel did tm 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 <laughs> the lost look the lost yeah. <laughs> um but like this was the one like so people saw sure. this in the the like shots and like in the promos and they were like brb this was like the thing right yeah. on youtube at this time was yeah. like we see one shot on like one clip of once upon a time and it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna make a whole fucking 15 minute video about this sure. look um and i would feel yeah. i would argue that that was not her greatest makeup look of this movie no. I think I when agree. she was talking yeah. with police dude or whatever, what's his face, you know. Yeah, Jay Jenks. Jay Jenks. She looked like a fucking Hollywood starlet. She looked beautiful. Oh, my God. I think she it was looked- more of like a subdued look, but I think like with her hair going on. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you want to talk about snacks. She's Jesus never Christ. looked better. She was a fucking a unlimited all-you-can-eat buffet, but like oh a God. good one. <laughs> you know, like a good buffet. Have you ever heard a- of one of those? Me either. Listen, <laughs> you know... Imagine a very fancy hotel. I okay. And they just so we decide, went in very different directions. They decide for like a for just for the goof for the bit to do a buffet, but they fucking know what's up. They got Gordon Ramsay in the back, just crunking it out. That's now he did what? <laughs> he's, he's now cute. explain to me exactly what that would look like. No, please. I think <laughs> I think I painted up a visual picture for you. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, Kesu looked great in this movie in general. Before we transition to talking about the the last like 40 minutes of this Mm -hmm. movie um, because I need to know all of your thoughts. I do need to get our annual, nope, our (laughs) quarterly movie update of your thoughts on the wigs. Please go. Oh boy, the only wig I had a fucking problem with was goddamn Renesmee's. Cause that is because she wasn't real. I well, okay, right. But <laughs> but you would think, right, that like if if it was just like a fake baby, they would make the wig look not like an adult wig that they just put on a tiny head. Right. Well, you'd think. You would but think. I was just mad. You think with I was that like fucking budget. Right. I was like, there's so much money going into here, and I know it's all going to Renesmee for the most part, but <laughs> you would think that some of that would go to, like, hey, this is what hair looks like on a child. <laughs> also, why did her hair look gray for most of the movie? That's true. That is true. She looks like a very old young lady. <laughs> she looks like an old baby. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. 
Also, sidebar, sidebar, before yes. we get into this thing. Um, I need to know all of your thoughts about the immortal children scene. Of, yeah. Like, the flashback to the Volturi, because, <laughs> like, the the like the pyre bit oh uh, is iconic yeah. to me. Yeah, no, it was very good. It's a huge fan. We don't get a lot of Dakota fanning in this series. Yeah. Um, but that would that part is always a mood to me. God. Her makeup was fucking whack too. Like what? Oh my god! It <laughs> they was outlined so bad. her whole eye like a round. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just oh drew a god. circle around Dakota Fanning's eye and put a little bit of white in there and gave her red contacts. Like that's it. Good to print. Let's go. That's what vampires look like, that's, right? That's what they look like. The really fancy, like, good-looking vampires, that's what they look like, that have been around and have been stunting on uh, everyone. Yeah, that's what they look like. Looking like a mess. It's so disrespectful to her. Absolutely. Because she's beautiful. Of course. And, like, I know that she usually needs, like, a darker, more dramatic eye to look older. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because she naturally has, like, a younger yeah. face. But, like, you don't need that. No. No. <laughs> uh, that is not how makeup is supposed to work. No. And even, okay. like, a nice, cool, dark, yeah. smoky eye would have been fun, right? But it was just like, let's just pretend to do a lot of eyeliner, but just really do, like, a perimeter of eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm 13, and I stole all the shit from the Wet n' Wild section, and yeah. I'm trying to use all of it at one time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck this yeah. is so much money in a movie to just yeah. like fuck just, it up just really just cut corners there right <laughs> literally but not cutting creases you know what i mean hey hey um who's bad now um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but that baby that baby was a bad baby i want a business divorce <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> no, I that was a bad baby. I no, but I was genuinely shocked when I saw what actual baby Renesmee looked like because I had only seen the meme version, right? <laughs> I was like comparatively fine, I guess, like against everyone else in that Just movie. Imagine that <laughs> fucking meme this whole time. <laughs> this whole time, just that fucking haunted absolutely, doll. Absolutely. Also, it made me think, because, like, the, like, real, quote-unquote, real Renesmee has, <laughs> like, a, boy. Yeah. Yeah, has, like, a baby's amount of hair, right? Like, the fucking meme had a full wig. I know. <laughs> I was so good. I, I guess I didn't question it the first time I saw it, because there was a whole lot of other things happening. But seeing that made me really think, like, why did yeah, I hold think? Hold on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a haunted doll. That's what I'm the saying. The fact that right. Nikki Reed had to hold on to that for, <laughs> like, three months is right. fuck wild. It's just, like, I can't even believe I was like, oh, no, babies are supposed to look more like this. <laughs> why did we all, why were we just convinced that, like, she could wear a fucking, like, seven-inch weave going on? Like, no, what? they monster factory that baby. I, I don't understand. I know. But, like, um, the hair was not what baby hair looks like is what I'm saying. No. Especially because, yeah. There's high. They never got their shit together with no, her. No. Now here's the thing. So we gotta talk about this this last bit Ay. of the the movie, right? Um, so this was a thing. Melissa Rosenberg is has been the screenwriter of all these movies since mm-hmm. the beginning of time. All movies. <laughs> Hi. Did you know every that? movie? Um, I'm so glad. Have you checked? Um, Go back and check. 
It's probably true. Do you know for sure that she hasn't <laughs> written every single movie? Then you then yeah. you can't fucking correct me. Can you tell um, me otherwise? I fucking dare you. Yeah, so then I'm right. So she's done all of these. And in, like, 2009, she had already started mapping out, like, most of Breaking One. What? Yeah, Breaking One <laughs> and Breaking Two. <laughs> yeah, fucking sure. Um, And one of the problems was the whole, like, last half of the book. Because right. the it's, like... 25 pages uh-huh. of the battle and she was like how the fuck do i make this visually dynamic sure and the solution mm-hmm. was let's just do two different scenes i guess let's just really pull a clue the movie <laughs> and just do a bunch of different endings and pick i don't know if you remember yeah, when this movie came out in 2012 yeah what's up um <laughs> The first few people that saw this movie mm-hmm. lost their, like, lost their shit. I fucking bet. Because they were like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Car- like, <laughs> you just killed all my faves. I don't understand. Yeah, um, I even remember, like, not that I was watching these movies when they were coming out, but, like, I remember the uproar because it was, like, a huge pop culture thing. Like, everyone was fucking, like, talking about the ending of, like, this franchise and, like, yeah. Have- Everyone was like, what the fuck? Do you see what they did? And it was all just like, yeah, it was exactly those tweets on Twitter. Like, yeah, it sure. was just like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. But uh-huh. like not saying anything right, else. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> just everybody subtweeting about mm-hmm. Breaking Down Part 2, but not saying anything. So anyways, I'm very curious about your thoughts on how they decided to portray a battle uh-huh. without having it in the battle, I right, guess. right. I think it was really cool. I think it was a nice way to see, like, all of their individual and collective fighting styles. And it was, like, a cool oh kind of, God. like, departure. Like, it was kind of cool to just, like, take yourself out of, like, still being in, like, the fiction of the universe, but also kind of being outside of it a little bit. Because it's, like, right. you know, not really what happened or whatever. But, like, it was, I really love the whole, like, Bella Edward team, tag team thing. Like, that was really fun. It was like, so good. Because I feel like we're not getting a lot of, like, fun, cute moments together. I mean, cute being the objective word here because they decapitate the fucking Volturi dude. But, like, Isn't fun, cute... ideal date? Fun, cute date idea. I literally, my fucking note in my phone when I was watching this was, um, cute date idea, decapitate the Volturi. See? I yeah. what I'm saying. We yeah, get, no. Yeah, you got but it. I, I, yeah, but I think it was really funny, right? Because they got it, it was a chance for them to be, like, showing their capabilities in the fighting style, especially Bella, because she was new to this, but also still very, you could tell she was working to be really good at this and like training for this Um, right and also them being like funny and cute and like having a couple dynamic um but still fucking like decapitating dudes you know also god so many people got decapitated in that scene (laughs) yeah well and so that's the thing right they've had this problem with all of the like vampire fights is how do we make this gory and scary without Mm -hmm. showing blood yeah because they still needed to keep their their rating right right. low enough that they could get that that good good cash Mm -hmm. money why that took me so long to say yeah um (laughs) so that was their solution right and that's kind of how their vampire lore has come up is that like when they die it's a lot like that stone right which, by the way, there was so much in that fake battle where you could, like, hear their heads being oh, ripped yeah. apart, and it just sounded like nails on a chalkboard to me. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Yeah. Negative ASMR for me. Thank you so much. And the um, visuals on that were really good, too. Like, it didn't look yes. fucking cheesy and corny. Like, it was, like, a cool 
decapitation scene. You know what yeah, I mean? No, it, it definitely wasn't, like, gratuitous at all. Like, right. it still gave, like, a very visceral, like, oh, shit, that's, like, <laughs> gnarly. Yeah. Without being, like, here's all this blood on this snow. Look right. at how scary it is. Yeah. Which, personally, I think... That's that's kind of the way that, like, the difference between, like, slasher fix and, hor- like, thrillers, right? Uh-huh. Is, like, how do you get that theme across without just, like, showing blood for always? Yeah. So, yes, fighting styles. There's so many things here, right? Like, the fact that it's... So, Alice going in and Aro being like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, so there's a few things, like, just in that scene, right? The fact that they, like, Felix fucking slaps... Jasper for no reason yeah. <laughs> and then Jasper gets pissed like oh my god um who's the sub in that relationship you know what I mean a. and then the fact that like of course it's Carlisle's death that like throws this into shambles right, right. yeah and the so, glue that kept everything about this together <laughs> right exactly but like one of my favorite parts of Robert's acting in this whole movie is like his absolute like shock and horror as he's like running instinctively towards right. the fight. Yeah. Because it's like it's just like a natural response. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fact that like Esme's reaction kills me yeah. every time I watch this. Yeah. Like anytime that there's like a silent scream like that, ugh, it's so much more powerful to me than like like actually hearing it. Right. Yeah. Um, some of the deaths that always make me super sad, like the Clearwaters, first of all, mm. in what world? <laughs> Not my world. No. Um, Not my president. <laughs> hey, first of all, true. But also, like, the fact that Leah went out saving Esme. Oh. Like, do you ever just cry at night? Because <laughs> I do. Um, but yes, and so, like, but I loved all of this of, like, Alice dragging fucking Jane to Sam. Like, oh, are you kidding me? God. Oh, there's so many notable fighting moments here of just like getting to see all of their personality styles. But yes, I love it a lot. It's all very good. One of my favorite things too is because you, you, as you mentioned, like Bella's still learning to fight like in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I love the part where she's like, trying to use her shield and realizes like oh shit i'm being defensive here and not offensive (laughs) um and then she just gets like the shit knocked out of her and i just feel like that's super helpful to learn is like oh yeah this is still like a real fight she's not gonna be perfect this whole time right (laughs) but yes it's all uh very good especially because aro is just like huffy and pissed this whole time like (laughs) all of my friends are dying in front of me i can't believe we're losing it's so weird the other thing to Marcus being relatable as fuck when he's like finally oh, <laughs> before the fucking, they like rip him apart. <laughs> um, do you ever just? Because um, sometimes it's I do. A big old mood and a half. Honestly, there is one more thing that I definitely want to talk about, and I don't know about your final thoughts, but like we have to talk about the soundtrack because hi, <laughs> um, the soundtrack in this one is. Aces. There's so many good artists on this soundtrack. Plus, there's no Bruno Mars, so, like, God bless. I already <laughs> like it a lot. But, like, first of all, you put Passion Pit and Ellie Goulding, St. Vincent, James Vincent McMorrow, and Christina Perry on an album. Like, hey, listen, all my faves. I was very curious about your thoughts on them doing another rendition of A Thousand Years. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
it's a it's a fine track, right? But like we don't have to really nail that. <laughs> like I mean, really just, nail it in there, huh? It's just it's very important to like, me. I, I get it. I get it. Like the cultural significance and like I understand. A thousand years, I, Cody. I I mean technically it's more than that because they're immortal, but um, <laughs> I just like do you ever uh, you know, I can't say I had on that particular <laughs> moment or at all during oh this film, but <laughs> I get it. It just may be a I... little bit too heavy-handed for me personally. But I mean, it's like Stephanie Meyer's Absolutely. creative talent, right? Yeah, so I was like... I was honestly a little curious because the whole movie was like, oh, this doesn't seem like really in my face. This is odd. And then that montage hit it. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're here. Stephanie's creative control deck. We're here. We've done it. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, right? Is Especially in the second movie... I feel like Stephanie was like, all right, I want to make sure that Alice has a very subtle but a very powerful role. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, Stephanie, we get it. (laughs) Thank you. We got it. Um, There's so many, like, subtle glances that Alice does. And it's like, I get Hey. Yeah, got it. I can read context clues, actually, but thank you so much for really just (laughs) telling me. (laughs) Literally punch me in the throat. I'm just going to cut every time. (laughs) <laughs> that Alice just thinks of a plan or has an idea. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I got it. Um, but especially at the end, right, when it's like we just transitioned from another one of Carter fucking Burwell's bops <laughs> to the ending, and it's like, oh, yeah, so we get this, like, happy-go-lucky look from Alice, and she gets to share this vision with Edward. And mm. It's like, meh, meh, meh. Um, I can't believe that you're trying to make me ship Jacob and run Esme. That's no, so gross. don't do this to me. Absolutely <laughs> not. I refuse. But it is funny, though, that Jacob's like, so, Dad? And he's like, I'm gonna rip your throat out. <laughs> like, fucking destroy you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we didn't even talk about this. Mm. So... Um, Bella trying to kill Jacob at the beginning, right? Oh, huge mood. <laughs> it's the biggest mood. I love my tank wife. I love my strong, smug tank wife. Oh my god, it's so good. I, uh. Her delivery, uh, though, on that, um, you named my, you nicknamed my daughter after an, after the Lactus Monster line. It, it was a little. Chills. Oh boy, it was a little, it was a little corny. <laughs> but. Um, it's just so growly and Oh, it's very growly, moody. but it was, <laughs> it's just such a funny line that, like, her, t- I mean, I understand why she would take it seriously, because that's her, n- her newborn daughter, and it took a lot of her to get her, and I get it. Lit- like, she died. She, she I don't know she, if you remember. She, she died and came back and didn't think she was going to see her daughter. It's, like, I get, I get it. I get the stakes. Her cryptid kid, you know? I, yeah. Cryptid kid? Yeah, I get it. Um. <laughs> Coming in 2018. Cryptid kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. What if we do Shark Tank? All right. What if we do a Build a Bear workshop called Cryptic Kid? <laughs> or you, Cody? Yeah. That is literally the best thing you've ever said. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're gonna make millions I of dollars. I want an American doll Sasquatch Absolutely. more than anything I've ever wanted. Yeah. I want to build a <laughs> Mothman baby boy. Yeah. Name Marvin. I love that. This is, I've never wanted more than it. Like, I want stuffed animals after cryptids. Yeah. Give it to me. I I, hope, I, want, I think this is going to be one of those speak into existence kind of things. Can you imagine being like, oh, are you, are you a Loch Ness monster? 
Or are you a Sasquatch? And it's like, no, fuck your gender cryptid binaries. I'm a Wendigo. And oh, it's like, shit. hell yeah. Wow. I oh can't believe God. we have another Cody. business to start after this. Oh my God. We have so much to do tonight. God. <laughs> um, anyways. So, yes. I love that. My favorite thing about that scene is... Like, I love... Bella does a great job. Like, Kristen's doing a great job. Yeah. My favorite thing, though, is Robert. Oh, yeah? The fact that he he genuinely looked like he was having a good time, and that never happens in these movies. No, no. And so the fact that he was just like, look at my beautiful wife. Like, you didn't have to force it at it, force a smile out of him. (laughs) He just felt it. Yeah, it was very good. So I loved that a lot. It was very good. Okay, so the credits, right? Um... I cry literally every time. Allie, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> For the, like, the 15 whole minutes the credits take up in this movie. It's just me. Because they thank every person who's sobbing. ever been in any Twilight film ever made. <laughs> or has even been yeah. involved in the process at all. No joke. So when I was double checking the songs and like where they played in the film. Yeah. One of them. So one of my personal favorite songs that I enjoy in general is actually sung by Paul McDonald and Nikki Reed on this. It's listed where it is in the film as fifth song in the end credits. Like, <laughs> it's going... Like, you are going to be here just- a while. Okay. Buckle up, everyone. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> but yes, they just do the, the, like, the little bits on everybody and I get super emo yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but also, I'm crying. Oh, boy. Do you have any final thoughts about the last like movie of the saga oh thank god it's over (laughs) i think it ended on a nice note though it was i think it's clearly the best one out of all of them like i think it's clearly the best or at least the most well done or put together one of them Mm -hmm. um like you could obviously see stephanie being like i'm sentimental push the fucking button let's go let's get this 20 minute credit scene going i want to thank everyone i love all my these are all my kids i love them and you could feel that, and it was great. I want to thank Muse for 20 minutes. For, can I just, can you give me a speech at the end of the credits? Or I just <laughs> cry about Muse, please. It's just like a vlog of her. Just Not being that like, Stephanie Meyer would ever. And thank you. <laughs> no, keep No, going. she would never. No, but no, not that never. anyone in Twilight would win any Oscars. But if, no, could but. you imagine if Stephanie Meyer had to deliver like an Oscar speech? It would be like a 35-minute TED Talk on how alternative music (laughs) changed her life and how she loves Kristen Stewart and she's her muse, literally. She would literally look over to, like, the right side of the stage, like, Carl, I told you I had PowerPoints for this. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Where are my slides? Where are my slides? Where's my clicker, Carl? (laughs) I have stuff to say. (laughs) God, I I'm hope, providing a quiz at the end. Again, I don't understand. Will never happen, but I hope one day she is able to host an award show. <laughs> oh my Jesus. That's all I want. That's all I'm I just want. saying. It would be great. Oh. Yes. I love this movie a lot. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um and it's very good. I so I enjoyed it a lot. It's gonna be super interesting because next week we're doing the first half of Life and Death. And that's just like all the way back. Like that's yeah. just total rewind to twilight and so it's going to be super interesting to be like we had this whole dynamic established Mm -hmm. how do we go back and reread this knowing that like y'all 
die when you fuck right. and also <laughs> like birth cryptids you yeah. know what i mean right yes um love that should we thank our patrons fuck yeah how would we like to thank them fuck yeah <laughs> we should definitely <laughs> thank them as gorgeous non main care like our npcs of the twilight breaking dawn part two movie beautiful let me just pull up Which, the imdb for breaking dawn part two <laughs> rachel black i mean if i had to choose like oh, the obvious choice would be jacob black but like we're talking about npcs here okay, so yeah. i mean it's gotta be sue clearwater you know what i mean yeah like she had some she had some good lines here. She knew a lot about trout. It was very <laughs> valuable. Charlie was very turned on by the fish talk. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, of course. Please. Jessica Stanley. Our light, our love, I'm gonna say, yes. is Zafrina. <gasps> gorgeous. And really killed it. And really powerful. Love that. <laughs> There's so many to choose from here. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna go with Katie Weber is yeah. definitely I think his official name is Vasily, but okay. the the bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> the very bad baby. The bloody bad baby. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay with that. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Rachel Yorkie is going also to Also great name. Very I just great am never name. over it. Very great name is going to be the hottie among hotties. Mr. Uh, Garrett. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, great. I mean, you have to be, right? Of like, course. And then, I mean, that's only fair, right? Because now, Shannon Clearwater, I mean, it's got to be Benjamin. Oh, of course. Like, you just got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it to him. Um, Give hey, him all the hotties. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, can we talk about the fact that I'm also on the Breaking Down Part 2 IMDb page right now? Yeah. And someone named John Edward Lee I was gonna is pick him. on Breaking Down. <laughs> yeah. As English punk, because, yeah. hi. Because he's the one that fucking um, Garrett, like, noshes on. Because <laughs> he's, like, singing along to the Beatles, and he's like, fuck you, Brit. And it's, like, really distasteful. <laughs> and he just fucking eats him. He's like, yeah, I fucking hate the yeah. English. It's like, I guess, man. It's you're so hot, good. so I don't really have any problems here. Oh, it's very good. I yeah. love it a lot. Incredible stuff. Um, So thank you all for supporting the show hey you help us always Whoa. here's the thing cody yeah what's up usually after our patrons i turn into our fanfic corner yes but i think this needs to be renamed okay <laughs> to the fanfic corner sponsored by taylor fucking brown <laughs> sponsored exclusively by the god taylor brown <laughs> taylor brown the back at it again taylor from brock U. just like Talk. what if taylor brock the whole time i mean god. taylor brock you know what i mean wow. brock brown no. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> what 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 doozy has taylor brought for us this week <laughs> okay so brock brown has <laughs> sent an important uh fan fiction titled homeconomics with bella and edward <laughs> So the description is Edward signs up Bella and himself for home economics. The title tells all takes place during eclipse. Uh, and it was published September 3rd of 2007. God, I don't even remember what happens in eclipse. 
<laughs> Where were you in 2007? Oh, God. So I was definitely like into Twilight at that point. That's fucking wild. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is from chapter three. I was recommended to read chapter three by Brock Brown. So okay. Edward took a seat next to me and scowled angrily as Mrs. Smith walked into the room. I gave him a quizzical look. He answered my look by saying in an annoyed tone, she's thinking about how she loathes having you in her class. I folded my arms across my chest, but had to quickly unfold them as I felt a sneeze coming on. Edward handed me a tissue. I took it grudgingly as I saw him give me a I told you so look. You really should have stayed home today, Bella. I can take you home at lunch or we can go home after home, Eka. I cut him off. I'm not going home, Edward. I'm perfectly fine. I just have a teeny tiny cold. No big deal. No talking in class. <laughs> See, detention didn't do you any good. Next time I catch you speaking while I'm teaching, I'm sending you to the principal's office. Got it, Missy? First of all, sidebar, I'm a teacher. You don't fucking call kids a Missy. Um, Missy. Mrs. spat out at me. Grr, I hated that woman. Did you hear that, Miss Swan? She said, her voice rising. I nodded fastly. First of all, fastly. Um, and said quietly, yes, ma'am. What was that? She said, crossly. I said, yes, ma'am. I said a little louder than needed. Don't use that tone with me, Missy. She said evilly with a glare. I blushed. I could feel my eyes getting watery and I closed my eyes tightly. I didn't want to cry. I gulped. I slunk back in my chair. I could hear Edward let out a very low growl. I kicked him under the table. I only managed to hurt my foot. I bit my lip as my foot began to throb. End scene. (laughs) I, w- I will say, over the course of this, your fanfiction like acting skills have really just gone through the roof. Honestly, thank you so much. You know what? You're welcome. You deserve it. <laughs> You're actually getting the hey, Oscar. <laughs> rock you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, boo. Bad take. <laughs> Aw. I thought it was cute. That's rude. Well, well. it's the same thing. Get this! <laughs> This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at krausefilms.com. The intro and outro is done by KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm-hmm. You can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. We have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's really th- cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.